Yeah, I mean, if we could do like a name, we could literally be like, what's up, internet? This is Overeducated, Undercaffeinated. I'm Kyle with Dave. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be that. It could be something more catchy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Life Is What It Is podcast, episode number one. We've got some great stuff for you today. We're talking about some Papa Biden, Breaking Bad, Family Suck. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy it. And that's the beauty of not doing video because we don't have to worry about. That's true. You know what I'm it's saying? It's hard to edit out video. Yeah, it'll take. It'll take. <laughs> a we'd have to more. wear the same thing and act the whole thing out again. Right. Right. In front of a green screen. <laughs> There's a guy on TikTok. He's like this therapy dude, but he dresses up as a frog uh, and takes people's calls. Okay, that's weird. It's like, hey, uh, my dad's beating me, and he's <laughs> dressed as a frog. He's like, well, how does that make you feel? <laughs> How does that make me feel? Not very good. That's how it makes it. They're turning the frogs gay. Turning frogs gay? Yeah. Have you not heard that? No. It was was like a popular clip. It was a meme and everything. Well, check this out. Okay. You look it up, and there there is a pesticide used that changes the sex of amphibians. And that's what he meant when he said, they're turning the frogs gay. Not turn the fucking frogs gay. You know know what, NBC? Go fuck yourself. You know that's not what he was talking about. What was he talking about then? He was talking about the pesticide that changed the sex of amphibians. They did research on it. It was like a really common pesticide. And it actually changed the sex of the yes. amphibians? Oh, to kill them? No, it was just a, it, it was a pesticide used for you know, killing mosquitoes, whatever bullshit. And it gets into the water supply of these environments, and it changes the sex of the frog. Oh, so it was inadvertent. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, I see it, what you're it saying. It wasn't the goal of the pesticide. I wonder why anybody would want to fucking do that. Yeah, I don't think there's much money in uh, gay frog pesticide changing, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not in the business. <laughs> but check this out. That's not the only example of animal uh, hermaphrodism that I know of. You Do you know about chickens? Do you, do, you, do you know anything about chickens? I know they're tasty when they're, they're deep fried. They're fucking great. And, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of smelled like shit when we drove by the chicken factory today. But, so chickens are kind of... Yo, we were family. We're family. Come over for some lasagna. But there better be a fucking guy in charge of all the hens. Because this is what happens. If you don't have one cock, essentially, one male rooster. One male rooster. uh, That's in charge of all the hens. One of the hens will undergo a hermaphroditic change and will become the rooster. Number one, they'll stop laying eggs. Number two, they I think it's called a crown or uh, the um, the red appendage underneath their chin and on top. Yeah, yeah. Um, they start to grow that. They start to become really aggressive, really violent, and they, be, they become the man of the herd. What are you drinking over there? Oh, dude, I'm fucking with some Baja Blast, brother. Really? I'm drinking uh, extra pale ale because that's what I do, sweet water. Not... You know, we're not uh, endorsed by them or anything. Not yet. We'd like to, though. Not yet. Free free cases of beer would free, be great. Free Baja Blast would be even better. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we only have room for one sponsor, and that's beer. What, well, do, you, what do you got in your mind, Kyle? Oh, dude, I, I have a let whole... Me, let I, me listen. I have a whole fucking list, brother. You know what I want to talk about, first and foremost? Uh, Papa Joe's performance in Ohio this past week. Oh, oh, the town hall. <laughs> that was like that was like a third uh, No joke. No joke. Listen, man, come on, Dave. Come on, man. Come on, man. This is no laughing matter. The 
the con the pure condescension that he had when he was speaking to the business owner who owned like yeah the restaurant like thirty nine or forty restaurants, restaurants yeah was absolutely disgusting. Um, you know the the thing with with business owners and the reason why they make considerably more than their employees because they undergo all the risk, right? Right. The employee usually, you know, under most circumstances, you know, obviously we're having this COVID stuff going on right now. But employees, uh, if they just show up and do their job, they're not going to get fired. They're always going to have their job. But business owners, they can shut down for a number of circumstances at any and point. They, right. And then they don't have a job. And then they, what? Yeah, go, yeah. Go get another job. Exactly. <laughs> go get another. <laughs> they're go, business owners. Go That's own another did. business. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just the way uh, Papa Joe was talking to this guy, I, I, I think it was insensitive because, you know, now we're in CNN land and I can use terms like that uh, in their face and they have to uh, accept it because it's the rules they made. What, insensitive? I, yeah. I think, I think Papa Joe hurt this guy's feelings. And um, I, I, think she, I, I think he should uh, be kicked out of office immediately. I don't, I don't think he hurt the guy's feelings. The guy had a look of bewilderment on his face. Like, you moron, you've never had a private sector job your entire life. This is something I don't understand about government people. You have people who have been in government their whole lives, yet they're millionaires. Mm-hmm. Well, how is that when maybe they make, what, 180000 in Senate? Dude. Top pay. I don't. I don't know exactly what the pay is, but they only make maybe you know less than a little less than two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Are they just good investments? So uh, I'll, I'll tell. <laughs> I'll tell you how this happens. I've seen it firsthand. Uh, I was. I distinctly remember it. I was. Uh, I was a student working under a plastic surgeon for a month. Really nice guy. He was up in Pennsylvania, and he had a few patients. That would come in, you know, just for, you know, maybe they had a mole taken off fucking 10 years ago. They would just come in and fucking talk to him in a patient room for 20 minutes. And I was lucky enough to pee in there. Right. And they would just talk stocks. Like like two of these guys were bankers. And he's like, hey, doc, you know, you, you, you know, looking at your portfolio, do this, do this, do this. And, the, and I'm just in the corner. And one of them looked at me and said, hey, young man, you know, if you're hearing this, this is fair play for you, too. I told Callie about one of the stocks. We made good money. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, during that four-year period, we made about forty grand in the stock market. Well, that's a good, it's a good little and so, nest egg to start with. And that—that's how all this shit happens, Dave. Right. Now, I don't know. I'm not sure if you're aware, but for all of our elected like public officials, um, they have to basically publish what's what what uh, actions they take in the stock market in right. terms of buying and selling. So a lot of people. They'll just pull up their representatives and just do exactly what they do in terms of stocks. Right when they sell, they'll sell. Right when they buy, they buy. And it, it's usually a pretty uh, safe bet. Well, uh, just recently it was um, Nancy Pelosi's husband with God, the uh, she's, she's beautiful. The, uh, social media thing that there was some kind of behind closed doors. They were going to work on social media and people knew they were working on it but not sure what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. And they, they thought it was going to you know hit the hit it pretty bad. And he invested some money in, I think it was Google, or okay. Alphabet, which is part of Google. Uh, it's the Google parent company. Um, and he, they made like $4.5 million. Good for them. And now it's worth $5.2 million. You know what? Just so, just a bunch yeah. of down-to-earth, hard-working folks. Hard-working folk. I'm, you know. <laughs> out on the farm. Yeah. 
bailing the hay. But yeah, they live in San Francisco. They're, I don't think they're Oh, yeah, far. so they're just doing a lot of heroin. They're probably cleaning up, you know, <laughs> Clean, cleaning up the shit from the homeless along their sidewalk out in front of their house. But that's about all they're doing. Yeah, disinfecting their sidewalks so they don't get fucking syphilis and, and typhoid uh, fever. Yeah. Mm. Um, another part of the town hall I was kind of bewildered at, um, not only, obviously, the push for vaccination. Oh, if you're not vaccinated, you're the scum of the earth. Right. Right. But now, what we're going to be seeing with this new school year starting up, that's going to be the new narrative. And currently, um, I, the recommendation from the CDC is if you're 12 and older, you can get vaccinated. 12, Dave. Tw- 12. 12? And guess what? Papa Joe's like, and I th- thoroughly believe in the next few weeks uh we're gonna get that recommendation lowered it's like dude we have so many issues from this vaccine already you have these young guys with as far as we know semi-permanent uh cardiac inflammation yeah i read about that younger guys like an 18 to like 25 or something yeah Yeah. you know (laughs) in case people aren't aware healthy guys whether they whether they you know work out or, or couch lobs they can do a lot of physical work because they're supposed to, right? People will argue that, oh, well, it's only a small portion of the vaccinated that have had issues. It's still a small portion is too big of a portion. Correct. Um, the, uh, you know, they, they closed, they're closing down Sydney and, and Australia. I don't know if you've seen that. I did. And they're, they're putting basically a ring around 900,000 people and saying you can't leave mm-hmm. because they had 82,000 tests, 111 positive, and one death (laughs) and that's what they're they're gonna shut down and they're gonna they're gonna shut it all down and what they're gonna do is uh you know it's it's overreaction Mm -hmm. because now they're saying okay for just one death we're gonna shut the entire thing down but it's okay if you know i don't know 318 year olds die because they get this i'm not saying that's i'm not saying that's fact i have no numbers in front of me sure sure. uh i'm just saying that i gotta watch what we say as as a (laughs) non-provable uh side of potential side effect of this vaccine, right? It's it's absurd. No, it, it's it's absurd that they're push, pushing the vaccination for such young people. Because so this is what I worry about once once the vaccination recommendations go below twelve, right? Then you start getting into like prepubescence. Is that gonna? You know, <laughs> I we never really thought there'd be any like cardiac side effects. Are there going to be gonadal side effects? Is there going to be sterility, increased rates of sterility? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what it could be. And as a parent, what are you supposed to do, right? Your your school district is saying, hey, you, your kid can't come to school unless they're vaccinated. Well, um, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to put my child at risk for the potential side effects. What do you do? Do you quit your job and homeschool your kid? Probably, probably would be better for the country. And- Send them to private school. Maybe, just saying. I know it's expensive, yeah. but you know, you yeah. could. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I have the answer. I, I think. I think homeschooling honestly makes a lot of sense for a lot of people, especially. I think a lot of people with uh, the pandemic, when they were at home, they realized, you know what? Like, if we just don't go out to eat as much, we can spend more time with the family and actually, you know, right. make an impact on this uh, creatures that we created their life. You know, we're still in the Biden uh, uh, talk with Ohio, the, the town hall. You know, it's it's such bullshit. They, God, you just hear so much of the vaccine. I'm so tired. Did you ever think you would hear the word vaccine so much in your the fucking vaccine, life? The vaccine, no, I wouldn't. I never, no. But know what you don't hear, Dave? What's that? 
how important diet, exercise, and vitamin D are to fighting <laughs> this illness. And you want to know why you don't hear it, David? You want to know why? Why is that? Because they can't make money off it. Well, yeah, well, I, I mentioned that to a couple of guys. Uh, I was having a beer lunch, and um, there were two older guys there, and they asked me if I got the shot. And I said, no, I haven't gotten the shot. Not that it's any of your damn business. But I also mentioned to them, I said, look, they, they, okay, 600,000 people have died. That's sad. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the uh, numbers for um, heart disease, diabetes, and obesity, mm-hmm. it's about 500 to 600,000 people every year die from that. Correct. Um, if not more. That's the average, mm-hmm. okay? And I said, but I don't see the government shutting down McDonald's and making them stop selling you the Big Mac with the supersized fries and supersized sugary drink. Mm-hmm. And they laughed. And then one guy who was from up New York, he goes, but New York has. Because <laughs> they, <got rid> <laughs> yeah. they got rid of the supersized yeah, drinks in New York. Yeah, but, they did. Um, I thought it was kind of funny because it, it, it didn't make, uh, uh, you know, it, they got it. And, I, and it's a choice to go and eat McDonald's every day. I can't eat McDonald's. I eat McDonald's when I'm just, you know, in a hurry or whatever. And you feel like shit. But I feel like shit the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they don't, you don't see the government shutting that shit down. And, and obesity, diabetes, and heart disease is a fucking problem. You, you know that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they taught you that in school, right? Yeah, a little something about that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the, the, the quicker that people can realize the government is not out to make sense. They're out to make money. The government decisions will start to make a lot more sense to you. Yeah. The government has never made anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really create or build anything. They don't create jobs. They're talking about creating jobs, you know. And, oh, they, they, I love when the job numbers come out and they say, oh, the jobs are down. The numbers are down, you know. And, and uh, you know, 50,000 people less reported whatever, 100,000 people. Uh, the, but but what, they don't, what they're not saying is, as far as unemployment goes, how many – of those 50 or 100,000 people who didn't report, you know, didn't claim unemployment benefits, how many of those people have just given up? Mm-hmm. Because m- maybe they can't find a job, or I mean, I'm sure they could in this economy because everybody's trying to fucking hire and nobody can hire anybody. Everybody, mm-hmm. There's help wanted signs everywhere. And a, and a job's a job, a nickel's a nickel. But how can you, uh, you don't know. They say, okay, the, the Job, jobless claims dropped, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. 100,000 people. How do you know that you know, 50% of that 100,000 people are just people who their benefits ran out and they just said, fuck it? It doesn't necessarily mean they got a job. Yeah. It just means they're no longer collecting benefits. They're out of the system. They're, they're still, out of the ecosystem. Right. They're yeah. still unemployed. Yeah. But that's, that's what's always bothered me. It's always bothered me with that, uh, the unemployment thing. Because I've never, I've actually never claimed unemployment. Can you believe that? No, I believe in, that. You're a hard in, worker. And, you know, I lo- I, I've lost jobs, and a week later I got another job. Because I'll just take whatever I can do. I don't, you know, you whatever pl- gets me by, then I'll find something you better down the road. You plug the hole in the sinking ship before you go sailing. Yeah. Easy as that. Is that, is that, is that a good analogy? I don't know. Uh, did you like it? Did it feel good? <laughs> it felt good saying it. Just, <laughs> just picture myself plugging a hole and then going out <laughs> sailing on the sea. I hate the fucking ocean. This Why is dumb. This boat? <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> No, uh, you're absolutely right, and you know, just like other other you know, numerical claims made by the government with reports and whatnot, they will spin it in either way. Right. That helps them. And, and you know, when people listen to this, 
I would say the same thing if Trump was in office, if Kamala was in office, if Pelosi, God help my fucking soul, if she's ever in office. They're all crooks. They're all evil. And none of them care about you or your family. It doesn't matter how you vote. Yeah, no, they don't. It, it, it uh, you know, I grew up with my dad. He worked for the government. He worked for the Department of Defense, and he was in the military for twenty years before that. But before I was born, but he worked for the Department of Defense, and he's the one that taught me. He goes, because he did some crazy shit, you know, when I was in high school and stuff. And it was like, what are you working on? And he always had these photos of things like bombs that he helped build or wow. you know an airplane that he helped build or this and he always had this one and they were signed by all his team team members they would finish the job sign it and they were working on one small part of a much bigger because it's picture. compartmentalized it always right. is and uh there was always one and i never realized it until i went to his funeral last year uh about what it was that he that it was what it what it was it was just a a, a blue sky with white clouds and it was all signed by his team members and I asked him, I said, what, is that, what does that represent? What did you build? He goes, I don't know. He goes, you, you don't know or you can't tell me? He goes, I don't know and I can't tell you. And it turns out it was the um, stealth bomber. It was a part for the stealth bomber. Wow. And that's why they had that picture, because you couldn't see you it. Couldn't fucking but see they it. weren't allowed to talk about it either because it was still top, a top secret thing. And he was one small little portion of that. But he always taught me, he's like, you know, the government, and this was a guy whose entire livelihood from the time he was 18 and, you know, until he died mm-hmm. when he was 88, because he was getting, you know, pensions and all that other shit, he worked for the government. He did the government stuff. But I don't think he ever trusted the government. <laughs> he knew how stupid they were. He knew the kind of red tape you had to go through to get stuff you wanted to get done. And he understood that. And he always taught me that as a kid. It's like, you know, it's like, it, it's like finding a job. When I went first look for a job, he said, I said, they're asking me, you know, what am I going to bring to the table? And he goes, just tell them uh, you're going to work here and be the best employee you can until something else better comes along. And that was his philosophy. But I don't know. I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was a man who his entire existence was, was through the Department of Defense and was through the Air Force uh, for 20 years. Did, time, you, did uh, you guys move around a lot when you were um, young? Because I hear that I a, a didn't, lot about I didn't move families. as much as my siblings. Okay. I have six siblings, or I have five siblings. There's six of us total. Bless your heart. Every one of them is born in a different state, pretty wow. much. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, and, and my oldest two, they got the really good thing because they spent their younger years, like when they were five, six, seven, and eight, mm-hmm. in Spain. They spent wow. time in Spain. I think that's probably where that velvet bullfighter painting came from. Which is, it, uh, obviously our listeners can't uh, see can't it, but see it, it. it is pure eroticism. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's all man. But no, I moved, uh, I was born in Kentucky, moved to California, moved to two different places in Ohio. So first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, I finally settled in fifth grade. So my first five years mm-hmm. were in three different states and four Five different school districts. Wow. That probably explains why I'm so fucked up right now. Did you struggle to adjust when you got to different schools? Uh, not really, because I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I, I'm pretty much the same person I am today. I just was like, you know, you don't even be my friend. You're all fuck off. And that's how I was, because I didn't, I didn't care. Okay. I didn't care. Wow. I, 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 I bet your teachers I, I, I'm not as... I, I, you know what? I wish I could go back in time and meet uh, Kid Dave. 
Kid Dave. Kid Dave wasn't much different than he is now. <laughs> a little more adventurous, you know. I was the kind of kid that we'd, we'd climb on. A friend of mine had a house like his parents had a house like this. We'd climb on the roof, a little one story ranch. And we'd jump off the roof. Uh, no, we would we would we would do stupid shit like that, you know. Skateboarding. You probably would have liked me because I skateboarded, did BMX, did all all that it, all that kind of fun stuff. But I didn't, you know. I don't do that now because I'm fucking old and yeah. quite frank, I don't want to break my hip. That's. You know, once you break your hip, David, it's all downhill from there. Then Kyle's coming over and changing your diapers. God damn it, Dave. That's okay. I got Becky. She can change my diapers. You know, it's funny. My whole family was kind of the military thing, too. Um, Both my grandfather. One of my grandfathers was in Vietnam. He did intelligence stuff. And my other grandfather, who's actually still alive, uh, he was in World War II. And... um, you know, fought in France and whatnot. Hey, that's your dad's dad. Yeah, and got, I like that guy. Bless his man. God. Bless his heart. Like heard he, so many bad stories about that guy. I was like, I like this guy. He's kind of fucking cool. I like him. Well, on one hand, you know, <laughs> there's so many negative experiences, but I always have to just tell myself. I mean, he probably has the most severe PTSD that you know you can probably well, have. World War Two. Yeah, I'm sure he does. But bless it. Bless his heart for what he's gone through. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know kind of make what he's done in terms of, you know, towards the family better or, you know, but you justified, look, but yeah. it's, it's understandable. But you have to put it in perspective of the times yeah, too. Yeah. There was a time when you could beat your kids. I, I, yeah. 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 Your dad turned out to be a perfectly fine individual. Well, by the time my, my dad was the youngest of four brothers. And by the time he, he came about, uh, I think my grandfather's pretty much done giving a fuck. It <laughs> <laughs> so sounds like go me. Do whatever the fuck you want. I, you know, you, you just get tired of fighting. You know, you get tired of swimming upstream. I imagine. I mean, my parents were in their fifties when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So, cause they were 40 and 37 when they had me, when my dad was 40 and my mom was 37. And I think after five kids, they just kind of said, fuck it. And so I pretty much grew up as a kind of an only child. But, um, you know, I'd, I, had a, I had a job. And on the weekends, I'd go work the job and then go out, you know, a restaurant job, you know, mm-hmm. working at night. Then go out at night with the people. And then, uh, let's say Sunday night we'd go out. <clears throat> Monday morning, I'm coming home. And it's like five o'clock in the morning. I'm walking in the door. My dad's walking out to go to his job. He's like, are you just getting home? Don't you have to work? I said, yeah, I don't have to work till two. I won't get to bed by six. I'll have eight hours of sleep. It'll be good. Yeah, well, seven, seven and a half. It's close enough. But, you know, he didn't care because he, he saw that I just, I, had, I did what I had to do. Even yeah. though I was living a crazy ass life. Um, but they didn't care. Kind of the same thing with your dad. Yeah. They didn't care. Yeah. I'm going to feed the cats habanero ice cream. Nah, we're, we're back on. I tell you what. No, no. It, it's the YouTube algorithm. Here's how it works. I noticed if I watch a lot of shit about politics, mm-hmm. uh, recently uploaded or recommended is all politics. If I start watching people doing woodworking or making things out of, uh, I don't know, fucking whatever, it starts showing those things in the recommended. It, it happens quick. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And... So that, you know, I get pissed off because, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm in the mood to watch like home improvement shit, home renovation. But shit. you got to stop liking all the conspiracy theory shit. You got to like some home improvement. Never, shit too. never, never. But no, what I'm saying is, you know, I might watch three videos in a row, but then for the next three days, it's just like, hey, yo, it's you all know, the same video. Watch, uh, you know, buy it, list it, sell it, love it. No, I mean, I'm kind of done with that. That's that's the Google hive mind. It's how it works. That's what it's supposed to be. I just started recording. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I need another beer because I think I'm going to get drunk. 
pause that shit. Should we get drunk? I mean, I'm drunk off Baja Blast, brother. Yeah, you're you're high on life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm I'm twice your age, Kyle. I'm gonna tell you something. Life ain't that fucking interesting. You you should be hearing me in your head all can, the time, David. I can, I can hear you all the time in my head. That's all I hear. <laughs> Kyle telling me to do stuff. Hey, can you? Do, hey, did you see Twenty Eight Days is out um, on Spotify? Just so you is know. it playing with cadavers. Not a sponsor, but not a sponsor. Uh, not yet a sponsor. Not we're, yet. We're, we're open to other uh, sponsorship. They, they just don't. Have they don't have any. They don't have any yet. money, but they're good. <laughs> you don't use TikTok, do you? God, no. I don't what? do any social media. The they, only reason yeah. I'm on Facebook is because i got bands that want to use Facebook <laughs> Messenger, and they want me to tag my friends in posts that we do for the band. Dude. I don't really care, guys. Do you know how good it... Okay, so I, I deleted my Facebook this past January, and you don't understand like how addicted you are, because I didn't even check it every day, Dave, but... Facebook, it's so funny when you, I don't, if, for those of you listening who've never deleted your Facebook or don't know anything about it, you don't just delete it. If you've had the account, you know, for a few years, which most people have, when you go to press delete, Mark Zuckerberg says, okay, look, this guy's just having a shitty day at work. He's gonna, he's, he wants, he, he's not serious about this decision. I need his, uh, his data. And so we need to keep him as long as possible. So what we're going to do, we're going to say, okay, 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 Larry. Okay, fine. If you don't want to play ball anymore, we'll delete your account. But if you try to log in or even just accidentally, you know, press F and enter just because it's so natural and go to Facebook, we're going to reactivate your account. I never deactivated my account. I, um, it, was about, it was about four years ago. I just stopped getting on it. And what happened was is, uh, it was a Thanksgiving up in Ohio and my wacky old sister um, – which I don't mind talking about because she is crazy. Uh, she, uh, my mom. <clears throat> yeah, there we go. We got that's some horsepower. That's some winder horsepower. Was that right a '98 Civic? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it it it, uh, it. I posted a video of my mom, and I said she still got it because she was arguing with my sister about something on TV, and. Even though she was, at the time, she was like 82, I think, um, 83. She didn't, she wasn't letting down on her argument. She wanted to argue, 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 argue with my sister. So I posted it, made a funny post, tagged all my siblings in it. And then I get this, after I left, I get, I'm back at my brother's place. I get this long rant and rave from my text message saying that, uh, you know, that just makes her look bad. No, no, no. It made, her, it made you look bad, you moron. And after that, I was done. I actually deleted my sister, my brother-in-law, her kids. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. And I never, after, I never got back on Facebook after that. It was weird. And I'll get on there every now and then when, Be- when we're drunk and Becky and I are doing something stupid and we want to post something. I'll say, here, post. I'll tell Becky to post it to hers because she gets more engagement because no one likes me. And... Uh, <laughs> She gets more engagement, and then I'll just randomly post it. But I don't actively get on looking because, you know, quite frankly, I don't care if you're painting your room a different color. Mm-hmm. I don't care if your baby took its first poo. I don't care if, for some reason, you've got a new job. So mm-hmm. what? Great. The job is great. You know what? It's going to suck down the road anyway. It's going to suck the life out of you. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't care about any of that stuff. And... The only, honestly, the only reason I keep it is because I keep in touch with actually only one band. Maybe I should just quit that band. 
That'd be a good thing. Because, you know, the other the bands... The one band that's keeping you in Facebook. The one band that's keeping you in Facebook. Maybe I should... The other bands, you know, they, they, they text message me and they email me stuff. And that's actually kind of useful because it saves it and it's not, you know, edited or anything weird. I, I think I should... Yeah. I, I think I'm going to quit that band. Sorry, Marty. But you, you know what? I, two things. I, I want to know if you agree with me on this. I think the the moment... The moment Facebook died was when your feed was no longer based upon um, who posted. It was, it was, they incorporated the weird algorithm. Exactly. Yes. And I'm just like, I can't see, I can't see my actual friends. And then secondly, look, just because I, I know people, that doesn't mean we're friends. I have a very close knit of, you know, group of friends that I talk to outside of Facebook that I know actively what they're doing in their lives because I care a lot about them and they care a lot about me. It's okay to have acquaintances to where you've seen them once or twice before in your life and you know about them and, you know, I wish them well. But like you said, I don't give a fuck really what they're doing. It's kind of funny. Uh, Joe called me uh, the other day and told me the the other the bass player quit before he even came out to practice because I, I think Joe overwhelmed him. He sent out like a thing. It's like, here's these 50 songs. Learn them. Yeah. <laughs> no particular order. And uh, – but – it, it, it I, I joked with Joe. I said, I, you know, Joe, I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, I, Becky's got friends like uh, like Richard, the, the other bass player, Richard Hill. How's he doing? Uh, I, I have no fucking clue how he's doing because <laughs> I don't talk to him. Because you're not on Facebook. No, Dave, I don't Dave, talk to him. Becky, Dave, Becky, reactivate your Facebook account right now. Becky says I talk to him all the time, and I'm like, I, I have no idea how he's doing. Um, I mean, he knows my fucking number. He could text me and go, mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, dude? Um, I've tried calling him a few times when I was really, really drunk, and I think he caught on to that and didn't answer, but whatever. I like when you call me drunk. Um, it, 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 it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Facebook doesn't make any sense. It, you, like what, what you were saying, where you used to go and you used to see things that your people were doing, people you knew. And for me, the killer for Facebook for me was I never put – I put uh, Athens – where I was at, you know, that's where I live. I didn't put where I went to school. I didn't do any of that shit. But because I made connections with certain people I wanted to make those connections with, I started getting messages and friend requests from people I didn't want to make connections with that I went to high school with. There's a reason I moved 800 miles away (laughs) after high school. I didn't want to deal with you people. You're idiots. Okay. And I just, all I wanted to do was, 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 you know, just have a, a platform. And I got a lot of people who locally here in the Georgia area where, you know, they're musicians or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I interact with them occasionally, but it didn't, it, all of a sudden I started getting these, you know, well, because, because you know, this person, this person wants to contact you. You must know this. Well, person. I, well yeah, just because I know this person and this person knows this person doesn't mean I doesn't necessarily want to talk to this other person. Yeah. You know, and I got, I got, it was bizarre, dude. This happened uh, probably about eight years ago. I had people calling me up saying, hey, is this, you know, you know, Dave, you know, from wherever. And I said, yeah, it is. What? And I go, what do you want? And, (laughs) And I didn't remember who the hell they were. Then they started talking about what dicks they were to me when I was a kid, you know, when we were in high school. And I go, okay, yeah, I remember this asshole. And 
then it actually got fun at that point <laughs> because I started, I started realizing a lot of these people that were like the cool kids, you know, the people that, that everybody wanted to be. They peaked in high school. They peaked in high school and their lives have really gone down the shitter. I mean, this one dude, man, he, he ended up in, uh, with, he had to have medical care, like, like full-time medical care, like a, like an old person. Wow. And he was two years younger than me. He was, he was in, he was a, when I was like a, what was a, it from? Uh, I don't know. He, I don't know. He just didn't have good genetics. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. His body just fell apart, wow. you know, and he had all kinds of problems and, and he was, but, but, but it was funny cause it was this big, long, uh, private message where he he apologized for being such an asshole and i i'll like i didn't know what to send back i sent back uh yeah man no worries yeah because you know what i had forgot about the guy yeah it'd been 20 fucking years 30 30 years oh no 20 years 20 years at that point about 2010 um you know it'd been 20 years and i'm going i don't have any idea who the hell you are and i don't really care and and at that point for me facebook just became it actually became enjoyable. What I started friending people I went to high school with just to see how miserable their fucking lives were. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. Well, you, you, you know, it's it's kind of sad that that the concept of forgiving and forgiveness in general is really only emphasized in religion. We don't and childhood. Once you if you move outside of those two sectors, you don't really talk about forgiving people it's honestly just more about revenge so i mean it big on you for you know basically being like you know i don't give a fuck it's all good but on the other hand it tells you man he's been thinking about that shit exactly that that was his punishment that mental anguish every day when you know when he's laying in bed he doesn't want to think about it but it's in his fucking head and he can't get it out and he you know how many years did he think i should i should just message him and then he goes to bed. And he wakes up in the morning, does the same thing. And the next night, oh, I should message him because I feel like shit. So on, good on you for forgiving him and honestly good on him for doing what he knew was right. I didn't necessarily, necessarily forgive him. I just kind of forgot what he did. <laughs> I mean, I call that passive forgiveness. No, and honestly, I, when I moved to, to Georgia, I just sort of created a whole new life for myself, a whole new group of friends. And I have, there's a lot of people that don't have the capacity for that. Um, Becky doesn't have the capacity for that. She holds on to people. And I go, why the fuck are you talking to this person? Because every yeah. time you want to talk to me about them, it's just causing you aggravation and frustration. I had the capacity to go, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. You know, And I don't miss that person. I mean, good example. I think about your dad. Yeah. But I don't talk to him. Yeah. Because he, he, you know, he, never, he never contacts me. Your parents hate me. But... <laughs> Dude, my parents, my parents are busier now that they're retired than they were. <laughs> Dave, my my dad delivers so many damn boats. Dude, I don't I don't even talk to my dad because he's so busy. Wait a minute, I thought they were supposed to be retired. I thought Dude, they were. I, you know, I, th- I think one part of why my dad kind of got into the boats. Obviously, he was bored just sitting at home. But it gives him it gives him purpose. He's he's with a really good company. They they really value him. They treat him really well. And you know, he never got that at his other job. He never got that at the uh, <laughs> at the old, old brown. The ups place. Uh, yeah, never never at ups. Um, you know they they you know he he hated it there. So I, I think he really enjo- enjoys working and being and feeling like he's valued by his you know his company. His boss is really good. So and my mom, I don't know if you knew this, but now she's working um, with the park service up at um, 
she works at the like the visitor center at the top of she's um, fighting the bears at the top of the mountain she's i'm not gonna say what bears. mountain but yeah <laughs> hey they had a um that is suicide the other day uh, wait somebody climbed the mountain and jump up the well, mountain awesome <laughs> you know if you're gonna, if you're fuck gonna fucking no, do it no, go no. out big if you're gonna do it go big don't go small do it big. Well, listen, listen. Apparently, they have uh, one of their one of their coworkers is like a seventy five year old guy. He's been there forever, and he he gets there, you know, five or six in the morning, just cleans up the place. And some guy had hiked up the night before, went to the restroom, and uh, blown his head off. <laughs> I mean, it's fucked up, dude. Oh no. Okay, as messed up as that is, but did the seventy five year old guy go? You know what? I'm getting way too fucking old for this shit. <laughs> All right, this is just, it. I'm done. Just close the stall. Two I'm weeks. Done. Two weeks notice. Two right weeks here. notice. Hey, 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 we have a dead guy. It blew his head off, and I'm not cleaning it up. Well, you 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 want to know what the managers probably said? Oh, great, another one. Because, <laughs> dude, think about it. If you're if if you want to go out like that, what a beautiful place to do it. Uh, yeah, but he did it in a bathroom stall. I mean, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go out and look out over the mountain and go, okay, that's going to yeah. be the last vision I see is the mountains. Yeah, you probably. I'm gonna be out in the wild somewhere so animals can eat my body. So you can go back, and to I can Earth. return. To, yes, I can return to Mother Earth and and, and <laughs> through just, bear scat. That's right, and become part of uh, you know the environment again. Because I'm all about the environment, Kyle. By the way, you're such an ecosexual. I am an ecosexual, even though I have every light on in my house right now, every TV on in my house, and everything is on in the house. Well, you don't right want now. to miss anything, right? Uh, well, you know, I might miss something. You never know. Could be, could be a problem. Look. All I'm saying is you need to give emo music a chance. Look, I know you didn't grow up with it. I respect. Look, I respect Motley Crue. I can't I do re- emo. I respect Def Leppard. I, didn't I don't want to do emo. It. You need to. Get on your emotional side. Chicks love it. You'll be painting. Dave, you're going to get so many chicks once you start listening to My Chemical Romance. Uh, you have uh, no idea. Let me stop you right there. One, I'm too fucking old to deal with a bunch of emotional chicks. <laughs> Two, I'm too damn old to deal with my emotional side <laughs> i've gone past that i've had my midlife crisis i'm in probably in the middle of it because i figure i'll live to be about 100 and that's average for my family so that's it i i'm done i'm gonna start sending you these fucking emo songs every day it, it's gonna be like a workout regimen and every I, day. I and the beauty of of sending me stuff is i can just ignore it <laughs> yes <laughs> Or what do you got for me? You know, you know, you know. We talked about Biden's town hall. Okay, we know he's a potato head president. It's a potato head administration. Uh, we talked about frogs that were being changed. Their sex were. They're being turning changed. the frogs gay. Turning the frogs gay because uh, the pesticides. Uh, pesticides. Um, did you see the interaction between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci? Yes, I did. Wasn't that interesting? Fauci was a little upset. He was pissed. Because he knows he, what he did was probably wrong. Uh-huh. And they gave money, you know, for the... Um, gain of... Gain, gain of, gain of uh, function. For, gain of function. For, for, for those of you have, who haven't seen it, basically, uh, Fauci was involved uh, in basically distributing a grant to, uh, to the place in Wuhan in terms of research involving gain-of-function mutations in viruses. And what that means, basically... Uh, a gain of function uh, mutation in a virus or bacteria basically is some type of mutation that increases transmittability between organisms. And uh, there was proof of it. Rand Paul uh, basically brought it up. And man, you could tell it just struck 
it struck that nerve. Dr. Fauci was... Because he got, he got bent out of shape. Yeah. And I always find when people, when you back them into a corner and you give them an argument that they can't get out of and they know is true, mm-hmm. they get defensive. Sure. Humans are very particular, uh, uh, predictable. Humans are dumb. No, they're very... Humans aren't dumb. Yeah, We're right. just very predictable. You know, I can... I know exactly what people are going to do before I think they know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Just based on what I'm listening to them say or, or do, and they... Yeah, pretty much <laughs> he got backed into a corner. And I, I love Rand Paul because he's a good old Kentucky boy, just <laughs> like me. Um, grew up in the coal mines of Kentucky. Uh, but he's a doctor. He's a, I think he's still a practicing doctor, if I'm not mistaken. Who, Rand Paul? Yeah. I don't think he's a physician. No, he's a physician. Is he? Yeah, he's okay. actually a, like a pediatric physician. I'm looking. Jamie, pull that up. Look here. that shit. I'm, up. Look, I'm, I don't know about that. Rand Paul. Rand Paul, MD. Trust me. I'm sure there's Rand Paul, MD somewhere. No. Is American. You son of a bitch, you're right. I, I know I'm, I'm right. right. I hate when you're right, Dave. Okay. I know. Okay. I, 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 st- I st- there's two things I do, Kyle, in the world. I know my enemy and I know my friends. Oh, he was he's an OB. OB, oh, oh there oh, we go. Man. OBGYN. That's, That's even what a better. Case. No, oh. dude, they're nuts. Yeah, he's just messing with vaginas all day long. It, it sounds fun, and then, <laughs> and then you're in there for a month and it's not fun, dude. I'm sure there's some vaginas you'd rather not look at. Not many not many women go to the doctor with to like to the vagina doctor with normal vaginas. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot of normal checkups, but you get a lot of uh, abnormal <laughs> checkups. <laughs> It's not great. Not great. Well, no, I told you he was a doctor. You're right. And I looked at, you know no. what? I, st- I stand corrected. When you have, you know, Kyle, I've known you for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Since you were fresh out of high school, yeah. fresh faced little kid, yeah. in my view. <laughs> and you, you need to start realizing I'm, I'm always right. <laughs> Stop questioning me. <laughs> you should go into politics. Don't dude. question what I say. I'm always right. <laughs> Just do what I say. Don't question it. Easily enough. Anything else you want to talk about? There's a lot of shit. No, keep look, keep okay. talking. I, mean, look, I, gotta look. Take, I gotta take a piss here in a minute because okay, I've been okay. drinking beer look, and I'm This is one of the last up. things I, I want to touch on. You know, I'm talking about frogs being gay, and now I want to go down the uh, conspiracy rabbit hole. Do you think it's a, an issue we still don't know uh, the true motive between the uh, of the largest mass shooting in America? What mass shooting was the that? The Las Vegas Harvest Festival shooting, Stephen Paddock. You know, that's weird, yeah, because that, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The, the people out yeah. at the show, uh-huh. and they were being shot, yeah, and, and all of a sudden it just kind of went away. It, well, yeah, and there's a term for that. Have you ever heard of the term uh, memory hold? Mm-mm. There's basically, uh, I'm not saying it was uh, coined by 4chan, but it's, it's a popular uh, thread on 4chan. There, there'll be memory hold threads, and people will post events and articles that at the time of their release, we're like, oh my God, this is a big deal. And due to the 24-hour news cycle, our brains are just getting bombarded with with headlines and events. This shit gets just pushed away because we can't keep it all in our consciousness all at the same time. I see what you're saying. But if you go down the street and you say, why did that guy in Las Vegas shoot all those people? And people say, that's a good question. Maybe I'd like to know that. Yeah. Yeah. They caught the guy though, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, Dave. Let me. You got how much tinfoil you got here? I think I'm going to need more than we've got. I got a lot. So, they're all they're all those little square though. Well, okay, not so, the, not so, the big so, thing. So, it, make it, fuck make it, it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Uh, we'll start from the beginning. Basically, uh, Stephen Paddock was an interesting guy. 
Um, he had a few run-ins with the law when he was younger, I think in his like mid-20s. But then um, he did some business stuff, and he was a millionaire. And that's why he, was, he loved to gamble. He was in Las Vegas uh, pretty frequently. And basically, you know, at, at the time of the incident, uh, he went there, um, you know, before obviously, and he he was making trips uh, back and forth to uh, other places in Nevada, getting guns. You know, he just kept bringing in guns. They have all the CCTV uh, footage, you know, with all the bags and stuff. And basically, the story goes, you know, he he had some, you know, some sweet, you know, a pie and uh, in the resort. Basically uh, barricaded all the doors, you know, and, and set up his nest or whatever. But the problem is, one of the problems, you look at some of the, uh, the pictures, you know, that were released to the public. And with all the rounds he shot and all the, all the, all the guns he was supposedly supposed to have, look at the pictures. And it's like, that's not, it, it's, not represent, it's not representative of what it should be. There's not that many shell casings on the ground. There are not that many guns. And then you have to think, when, when you think about the, the rate of fire, basically a, a, a lot of news, news outlets were saying, oh, you know, it was like fully automatic, or oh, it was bump fire. There were a lot of inconsistencies with that, and right after that, you know, bump fire stocks got, uh, you know, were banned and whatnot. But the rate of fire, I, I think they were automatic weapons. Um, I think personally there was more than one shooter because I mean when you fire a gun especially not even an automatic gun I mean you can only fire it so fast you can only control it so much but you watch the videos and it's like man that's a, that's a lot of fucking fire like you're telling me there was somebody at the grass I'm the, I'm <laughs> bro there's you know what <laughs> the, the older I get knoll. there's more more fucking grassy knolls and I, I don't give a fuck if people are like you know Kyle you know that's fucking nonsensical I don't give a fuck this is what I think you can't tell me what to think or what to believe if you don't like what I'm saying you don't have to fucking listen to me all I'm saying is it's strange that we still don't have a motive maybe maybe he was crazy I mean I, I always say this because he ended up uh, sh- he shoot himself. That's right? the story. Yeah, yeah it, I always think this. It's like if you're gonna if you want to go out, why you know, would you not f- shoot at the? You know, he did fire down the hallway. You know, at some security guards and stuff. But man, good why, for him. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, why would he not just fight to the very end? Right? If if he's committed to this plan, he's you know shot you know helpless civilians. At that point, it's like, bro, you're in, you're in the thick of it. Like, dude, fight your, you know, fight to the end. I mean, I don't know. It's fight or flight, and you get a fight. Uh, that's weird you bring that up, because I, I don't, I remember that happening, but uh-huh. I, I never remembered a conclusion to it. Yeah, and there it was just never, went away. There was never, it just went away. And that's, uh, unfortunately, that's where the, like you said, the 24-hour news cycle comes into play. Mm-hmm. It, we're overwhelmed. Because, you know what, not, not for nothing, but when I grew up, it was a half hour of local news. That was a half hour of national news. Dan Rather, by the way. Mm, Dan Rather was God, the shit. That voice. He was, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Here we go. Um, <laughs> it was a half hour, you know, of, of both national and local news. The, nation, uh, the local came first. The national came second. My parents watched that shit. It was uh, whatever he was on, CBS, I think. And that's all we had. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, 
you know, my dad yelling at me to get off the phone because he was expecting a phone call because we didn't have call waiting. <laughs> you know, these were tough times. God, how'd you make it? Uh, well, we barely survived. We barely survived. <laughs> there were survived. fires everywhere. Yeah. You know, I, when, when I was a kid, I, uh, <clears throat> we didn't have an extra. My dad didn't want to pay extra for the uh, uh, box for the cable TV. Okay. Now, you got to understand something. The remote to the cable TV was in a, uh, it was an RJ-11, basically a phone jack. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. this big, like hundred foot thing, and you mm-hmm. had it back, and you punched some numbers in. God, I'm, I'm sounding really old. Uh, so, I managed to bootleg off my parents' cable by using you spliced it by using a pop up uh, VCR that was able to <laughs> decode some of these channels. Thirteen of them, to be exact. Ooh. No, it's fourteen. Fourteen channels had fourteen channels I could decode, and. Uh, you know, that's what I did. and But we didn't have what we have now, which is bombardment of 24-hour news, 24-hour news, you know, and, and the narrative changes every 15 minutes. Yeah, it's too much. It's 15. too much. I'll, I'll, and, and you know what? It's designed, it's designed to reduce comprehension. They want you to hear it. They don't want you to think about it. Because right. the moment you sit back and think about it, you say, whoa. Whoa, that's that's no bueno. There's some weird things, and they want before that moment hits, they want something else. They want something else. Just listen to this. Just shut the shut the fuck up. Sit there. Listen to what I'm going to tell. You. Hear what I'm going to tell you, but don't don't listen to it. Don't comprehend it. I it, well, when I was in high school, we had one of the biggest um, media production facilities. We had big ass cameras that recorded a VHS tape. Ooh. You can Google that if in case you don't know what it is, Kyle. Um, but we had editing, editing bay, and we would do all kinds of shit. And uh, this is the one thing from high school. There's a lot of things from high school I don't remember. This is the one thing I do remember was the, the guy who taught it was an old hippie. He wore two different colored Converse. You know, he was just a weird kind of guy. And this was when you had the 30-minute news cycle. Mm-hmm. And he said, pay attention, Dave. He goes, and this always stuck with me because I still watch it. And even in the 24-hour news cycle, they still kind of do it. They kind of throw it in there, but then you're all of a sudden back on bullshit. Mm-hmm. But he said, watch what they do. He goes, you'll have, you know, say a Dan Rather talking about from 6 o'clock because it started at 6, horrible, 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 horrible stuff. The last two and a half minutes of the show was something light and fluffy in other news, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. And other local news, adoption, clinic. right, right, yeah. right, right. And it would be some, it would be some happy, fluffy piece. And he goes, the reason they do that is, is because they show you all this horrible stuff. They don't want you leaving their show after the half hour, being like, well, that really sucked. Mm-hmm. They want you leaving on a high note, so you'll come back tomorrow and watch it again. Wow. And and he's right. Because if you watch, uh, you, you watch any of them, CNN, Fox, uh, MSNBC. Any of the mainstream stuff. They, any of that shit. They'll do that. They'll go, it's, it's all death and destruction for an hour. And then the puppies. And then for two and a half and minutes, the they'll show you a, a cute video of puppies. 
you know, and, and it's like, okay, I feel really good about myself <laughs> right now. And I'm going to come back tomorrow and watch this shit It again. creates a cycle of addiction. Right. It right. really does. Right. And it's been going on since, I, I mean, it's been going on since 19 fucking 88, 89 when I was taking that class in school. That's what's been going on. Bless my mom's heart. Whenever, uh, whenever my wife and I go visit my parents, my, you know, I'll walk, we'll walk into the house and the news is on. We'll wake up in the morning, come downstairs, the news is on. <laughs> and half the time, my mom's not even paying attention. She's on her phone, you know, playing Candy Crush. And I said, Mom, why is this on? She's like, I've always just watched the news. What, what channel is she watching? Not what, the ones I'd be watching. CNN? She watches CNN? No, uh, man. Honestly, just whatever Good Morning America's on. I guess ABC. ABC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your mom's so predictable. Dude, uh, well, and, th- and that's what they want. They, they want to engrave that pattern. Because guess what? It's similar to what Facebook does. It creates that, uh, that loop of addiction to where you, you don't even think about it. It's subconscious. Well, it, 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 it's, it's very similar... Uh, to my house uh, right now I'm in the middle of re-watching uh, Breaking Bad and what I never realized how great the characters were written in that show who's your favorite and, character uh, well Walter fucking White because you know why I realized wow he's my age now he was actually younger than me in that show okay I'm gonna let you finish that. I'm gonna tell you mine um, but I watched that show and usually I'll watch it when I'm driving around too because I I don't watch it I listen to yeah, it you yeah, know, in the, in the car but um, it's like I know what's going on and it's such a well-written show you don't have shows like that anymore they don't exist and uh, Becky will watch um, uh, what is that show she's watching now Criminal Minds now we've seen Criminal Minds both of, both, both of us have watched Criminal Minds yeah. and it's background noise it's fluff. for us to do other stuff yes. you know and sometimes we'll sit down and have dinner and watch you know watch Criminal because there's nothing really else on we want to just kind of it's, you know, those, those types of shows are just kind of like brain relaxation. You know, mm-hmm. they don't, uh, they're really good, well-written shows. We're not being bombarded by some kind of political agenda. Because I tried to watch some new shows and it's like, it they start off. talking about stuff and I'm going, okay, you know, I'm done. <laughs> I, I click off of it. And it, but with, with those shows, it, well, like with your mother, I, I never, grew up watching the news. My mom listened to uh, Phil Donahue. Phil fucking Donahue. <laughs> I've heard the name. Yeah. Phil Donahue. And she would watch all those shows during the summer and stuff. And, but it, it makes me think that it, it, it is, it's, it's, you're getting into a groove in your life. And I will do that when I'm here working on something, I will have something back there playing that I've seen a hundred times mm-hmm. just because I don't really have to focus on it, but it's it's a distraction. It's it noise. Creates, it's just white noise. Right. It's just yeah. Exactly. Get you in the zone. Yeah. I well, understand what your mom's going through, yeah. but she needs to watch better TV. I know. Well, okay. So going back to Breaking Bad, you know, okay, you're you like Walter White. Such a such a stereotypical answer. Not a real. That's not a real fan. No, it's answer. not. It, no, 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 no. It's not a stereotype. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Look, I look at this guy and I, I go, like Brian Cranston. Have you heard of him? He's a pretty the, cool dude. The reason I like the reason I like him, his character, is because I look at it and I go. Well, that could so fucking be me. <laughs> you know, he, he it, it, it's like he they really set up how miserable his fucking life was and how just the same draining bullshit it was. 
and the the I'm in the first season, and the episode that got me was is when they're doing the the, the thing with the baby. You know, they're yes. doing, they're in the hospital, and he says, "Why don't you just get off my ass? Get out of my ass!" Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, "Get out of my ass!" Just for one time, one, get out of yes. my ass, you know. Scott, will I, you do me that favor? Yeah, will do, you, do will me you that climb favor. Out of my fucking ass. Will you climb out of my fucking ass. Mm-hmm. And that's what I I get out of that. It's like his character is so well written, but at the same time, you, you kind of sympathize with his character yeah. because it is such a dull, miserable life. Life, life had but at the him same over. time, when he's killing people and he's blowing, you know, Tuco's place mm-hmm. up with the. Uh, Fulminated yes. mercury. Mercury, um, you get you go. I can understand that too. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna say Jesse, I'm gonna kick your ass no, right here no, and right no, now. No. <laughs> I resent that. I resent Whiny that. little bitch. My favorite character is Hank. Yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. why. I'll tell you why. I think I think you can make a a, a healthy case that his character had the most development, even more so than Walter White in terms of the entire series. Yeah. Because he goes through so many phases of being, you know, the alpha male, I'm in charge, to such a point of vulnerability where, you know, he needs help for everything. And then you see from that vulnerability and getting through that, you see a side of humility. And yeah. then And then on top of that, you know, I'm not going to spoil the show, but things happen at the end and it's you say wow he he went through a lot he he grew a lot um even though uh the end what it was i, I he learned a lot in the beginning he was such the uh the you know silverback alpha yes. male you know like, look at me you know, I, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I love the scene where his wife calls him and he's messing with the the uh, the mexican gang the crystals marine and he's like just just sit your ass sit your ass down he goes what what? I'm kind of busy right now. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, he's arresting people on the street. Yeah. yeah. Shut up! Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it... it, I don't know. Well, him and him and, him and and Walter, they have to be my two favorite ones. Yeah. Jesse and the son I can't deal with, and Skyler I can't deal with. Because Skyler... Why reminds, don't you leave me uh, alone, Dad? Not for nothing. But he's Sky, a good actor. Skyler, Skyler White reminds me of every chick I've ever dated. I think that's what Vince Gilligan was going after. They want to spend the money that I'm making, but then they're pissed off where I make the money. (laughs) The best part, okay, there's a little spoiler here. uh, You know, skip forward a few seconds. But the best part was, you know, Walter, you know, arguably he did all for his family. You can argue that he didn't. But he had, you know, saved all this money underneath (laughs) underneath the fucking basement. (laughs) Skylar took it. (laughs) Yeah. And she paid for the guy. She was banging on the side. There we go. Every woman I've ever known. There we go. (laughs) All right, so I don't know. Are we are we done with this? You know, are we, uh, are we gonna, done. We're gonna try big, to figure this out? Big thanks to everyone that made it to the end. Um, we're we're gonna be doing more of these. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Share it. Uh, subscribe. It's all the rants and raves. Yeah. Subscribe to what? None of us don't are on worry. Facebook. There's gonna be a button that says like, are, subscribe. Are we gonna be on YouTube? Can we put some videos dude, out on YouTube? Dude, we're we're going on. Periscope. I want I want everybody to see how we're going on the new sexy Mount, I am. We're going on the new Mountain Dew social uh, media. It's gonna be fan fan fucking tastic. All right, folks. Peace. Slater, bitches.